Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially my own. Let's get going. Abin, yeah. It's the Black Country Blokes tuning the fact where everything is mental health, disability and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, my partner in crime as always, Lee Cadman. And today is World Mental Health Day. It's our first, uh, our fourth one. Fourth one since we're doing the podcast and we've been discussing mental health in general. And as the world changed regarding mental health in the four years we've been doing this. But as always, we always like to start with our gratitude list. And I had a great weekend. I finished here at the club rather early. The sun was out and I went to the pub. Went to the pub and it's the first time I've done it in ages. Going down there, a couple of lads, and ended up staying out all night and just blew, blew out the cobwebs. It was great, you know, just having a good night, drinking and having a laugh. And then it's the following day, me and my beautiful wife went out for a date night, went for a curry, and, and we were discussing this the night after when we went out to our date night. We made conscious decisions all night. We went down to a place and it was going to be another three hours before we got seated. And we said, well, no, if we wait three hours, then we'll be sloshed before we have our meal. Then we went to a lovely Indian, um, Dalam restaurant in Morleaf. And she was on the wine, had a glass of wine. I thought, no, if I drink too much wine now, I'll get too drunk and rest ruin the rest of the evening. Then we went to Warleaf, saw a good old mate. Um, and then there was a, a, a do going on the Prince Albert. It was all raucous. I thought, no, I don't want to go in there. So we went somewhere else and had a couple of beers. And went home. But it was all them soft decisions, small decisions. I chose right. Whereas normally I think... <laughs> You've grown up, Kev. <laughs> but, it's, but it's having them, that part of your brain when it's working, thinking, do I do what I always do? Because I've always do what I've always done. I always get what I've always got. And that's normally trouble whereas you start seeing the pattern going well we can still have a good night but let's just change things for the better so i was very grateful a for the weekend that i had but i'm very grateful for the emotion the emotional maturity i'm having thinking let's make small differences that's a big thank you to emily barney who's doing a mind gym up here the spartan mind gym and i've been doing this for how many weeks now and we know the right answers. A lot of times you go, should I have another beer or should I have a cigarette or should I stay for a couple more hours? And really, we're trying to talk ourselves into it, whereas we know the answer should be no. And it, I don't know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm grateful for this uh, this journey I'm on, my mental health journey, which we're going to talk about in a bit. And on the Sunday, it's great we went to Little Old Farm. You've been there, have you? Little yeah, I've been there, yeah. It's brilliant, real good value for money and had all the baby piggies and baby sheeps and goats it was just a lovely from start to finish weekend so i'm very grateful what are you grateful for the good weather we had the weekend yeah you know considering it's october and the uh not so great summer it was nice to have some you know it wasn't blazing sunshine but it was nice and warm wasn't it and you could get yeah. out in the garden and yeah just i think everyone feels a bit better when the sun's on the back and it's not raining, it's not windy, it's not cold. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Grateful for that nice weather. And it, 
I mean, you know, anyone who's been to Lyons, it's the coldest gym in the world, isn't it? In the winter. But like we're sat in here now, it's nice, isn't it? Like I walked walk the rabbit to school today and it was a bit cold on the way down, all the cars with condensation. But it's got warm as the day has gone on. And we, I don't mind that. You know what I mean? Even even in the winter, when it's cold but blue skies. But this this summer it seems to have been grey, wet and windy. So a bit of good weather just cheers you up, doesn't it? Yeah, and that bad weather makes you appreciate the good weather. It does. So, you know, it's, but it was, it was nice to be able to get out in the garden, do a bit there and, yeah, just be outside and not, not stuck indoors looking at the weather. But on the same note, you shouldn't really, even if it's raining, you shouldn't be stuck indoors. What does the rain do to you? Well, Billy Connolly says that there's no such thing as bad weather, it's bad clothing. Yeah, I think that's definitely right. It's not even bad clothing, it's bad, bad attitude towards the weather. It's when you see the kids out there. Kids, kids don't, don't mind. Yeah. You know, it's always to go, oh, you'll catch your death and oh, get it. But the other week, my daughter was playing on the green with her, some of her friends from over the road and they're playing and it was raining. And we said, come in, no, no, we're all right. Yeah. And then half the fun is getting dry and warm after, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You come in and it's, it's getting muddy and dirty out there and getting dry and warm after. Yeah. Having a nice bath and a snuggle under a blankie or in your onesie—that's that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking on social media, and I can't remember who said it. He goes, "It was his mom and a, a daughter walking through, and it's raining, and the kid, you know, well, he's just about to jump in the puddle, and the mom pulled her aside. And if you can, in that a shame? Kids love puddles. Mm. Even Peppa Pig teaches that, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, jumping in muddy puddles, but the beauty of getting mucky. Mm-hmm. And how lovely that is. And we had a bonfire, you know, that you were there. And the kids were at the top of the garden, just being in mud. And they all come back covered from head to toe. And you're thinking, that, that's what kids should be doing. You should be doing it then, because you don't have to worry about cleaning it up either, do you? No, it's been, you know, it's good. Because <laughs> when you're older, that's why you, you discourage it, isn't it? Because you know you're cleaning up that mess. Yeah. But, yeah, enjoy it when you're young. Don't worry about the weather. The weather shouldn't stop you doing anything, really. But say about the good weather and the bad weather. As I say, look, with this journey I'm on now, and I've mentioned it a few times, it's very easy to go down that rabbit rabbit hole of thinking the world's out to get you and it's crap and one thing can turn into a bad thing and then that one bad thing means you've had a bad day, which means you've had a bad weekend, and it's stopping going, no, that was a bad incident. That was a plonker. That was an act of God. And see it for that, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm glad where I am now, mentally. And I still have my wobbles. I'm probably always going to have wobbles. But this too will pass. Mm. And it's really nice now, isn't he? The good times, unfortunately, they pass. But so do the bad times. And I think you probably get to a point where you need them bad times as much as the good, to be honest with you. And just to give you appreciation of the good. Now, you want, you don't want to be sitting in bad times all the time, but I think sometimes a bit of it doesn't hurt you either. It, you don't realise that at the time, do you? No, you don't. Of course you don't. We, we, I was saying this to someone the other day. We, we're children. Every interesting person I've ever met has gone through hard times. And, you know, they're a bit broken, they're a bit scarred, and they've been through real traumatic events, but that makes them interesting. Yeah, got a story to tell. But as a parent, you don't want your children. People come back with a scraped knee. Never mind, you know, a broken heart. Or, but we need these trials and tribulations to make us into interesting people, don't we? Yeah, it's part of the experience, isn't it? 
part of getting, going through life. It's but it's like it's like getting the drunk as your teen. You need to do that. You need to be stay in the park doing that. I feel you know. Um, you, you do, don't you? You need it for your stories, for, for that. And I think the problem we actually have is we stop doing that. We stop doing those risk-taking things as we get older, mm. those things that might might get us in, not necessarily trouble, but may hurt, may do this, may that. You stop doing them, don't you? You become responsible. But ultimately, it's, I think you need a bit of that in, on you still. But we also project that onto our children. Yeah. It's, uh, don't tell you hurt yourself. Don't, uh, my dad always said, like, when I was a kid, because I lost my eyesight young, uh, you'll fall over. And I look back to him as a child with childhood, you know, innocence, but I'll get back up. And that's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, your kids will go over and bosh, and your stomach turns, and they, they come over, they have a munch, mm. and they're back playing again. But it's not making it a big thing of like, never go down the slide again, never go up somewhere high because that will happen every time. It's have a bunch. Go and do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this time don't do that or don't do it. <laughs> yeah, just be careful. Happen. Just be careful, that's it. That's it. And that's, yeah, it is. That's the fun of it. And I'll say, I don't think we do it as enough. We get older. You stop taking those risks. Well, it's like we've like learned how to walk. You don't have your baby walk and they tumble over and go, well, that's it. Pfft, sod that. Yeah. We'll just carry Confined on Confined to that chair the rest of your life. Yeah. You can't hurt yourself. Yeah. And we're taught that as failure. If you fail, give up. And you go, well, no. Failing doesn't make you a failure. It's, what did I do wrong? How can I perfect it? The definition of madness is doing it over and over and accepting different results. So what can I change to get me there? And that, once again, with a mental health vibe, I keep either expect the world to change for me or I can take small changes to be better at the world. Like when I suffer with anxiety or uh, even when public speaking, when I, I love talking, you know, I do. I'm public speaking, but I get nervous. So I work towards it. Or if uh, social anxiety, there's certain times, like with a, a busy supermarket, to go to a nightclub. A busy supermarket, I take precautions to, to a nightclub. I'm thinking, I'm a 40 year old man, what am I doing here? <laughs> Yeah. There's unnecessary times to feel anxious. <laughs> Whereas I'm a, I'm at a boxing show, busy people, I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's your crowd, it's your tribe. And sometimes I'm thinking, oh, bloody hell. So I go and find somewhere quieter. I find ways to make myself better. And I think that's what we've got to do. When you're feeling depressed, I try to have bad beds of it. What can I do to get me better? And sometimes it's nothing at all ride the wave because this too shall pass but i've got to do something eventually otherwise i'm becoming part of the problem mm. so then i have to do small things be it find an old pal allow someone to help me start eating better eventually have a shower but it's doing it and once again life experience i've been here before this ain't my first tango and once again, for having scraped knees, broken hearts, depressive episodes, I've been here. So it's given me the tools to realise, you know what? It was tough, but it didn't kill me last time, and it ain't going to kill me this time. It gives you the tools to go on and fight it again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely key. But it's also key that you manage it better when you are well. Mm. You know, like I know now, I'm not training, I'm not exercising nearly enough. 
and it's took me years to realise in my body I can feel that, let alone my mind. So I know now, actually, let you stop what you're doing, make time to do that mm. because it affects you down the road and you will you'll get to a point that you don't, you know, you don't feel good mentally or physically. And I think that's experience, learning what, what helps you. It's not always possible to do those things, but you've got to, you've got to recognise the signs that you're going that way and go, actually, you know, I really have got to make that time now to do it. And that's like, with like, uh, you should have a two litres of water a day. I haven't got time to have that, but you can have five pints mm. of beer. Or, I haven't got time to do some exercise, but I've got time to look on my phone. Not saying you in particular, yeah. but some people will scroll, 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 going, all right then, go for a, If you haven't got time to go to the gym, go for a walk. Yeah. Or if you have to do some crunches, do I something. I think that's the key as well. You kind of think with excellent, well, I've got to go out there and, and do an hour or half an hour. Well, actually, you haven't. If you did five minutes, it's better than not doing five minutes. Mm. Sometimes you've got to remember that, I mean, yeah, that you don't, you know, you don't need to go in there and kill yourself. You don't need to do that. You can just do what you can fit in. Well, every, time, in. every time the adverts come on the telly, go down and do a couple of crunches, do a couple of press-ups, and build up to it. I've done six this time. Great. Then do seven, or uh, in between the first break, I do my press-ups. In between the next breaks, I do my crunches. Then I do my squat for us. Then I, whatever it is. I do it with YouTube. You'll be you'll <laughs> <laughs> be exercising more than watching the video <laughs> but something you know the key is something is better than nothing okay. yeah. yeah and i love that saying in life we've got two different choices uh two options make excuses or make changes and we're so eager to make excuses the victim mentality well i can't because well i can't in lockdown when it was everyone doing it was it joe wicks and different exercises and what was great good morning tv and all them crappy things but they're showing even the most overweight person or even like people in wheelchairs were doing slight exercises mm. you know they're doing arm exercises, and they were just standing up or moving their legs they are and the, the, the magic of youtube and whatever googling Find what exercise suits you, mm. your body, your home workout, or the beauty of just being outside, as we just said. Put a coat on and go for a stroll. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the key, isn't it? Finding what helps. I think that's a, it's definitely a key for me to keep keep on top of exercise. And I do let it slip. I do let it slip because there is other things going on in life. Um, and sometimes you've got to accept that as well. Yeah. Accept that actually the rest time instead of doing that or the time that I'm watching TV is, is at this point better for me than the exercise. But you've also got to find your medicine because there's been in the roots mm. and it's thinking, well, I, I can either sit here and watch a Game of Thrones or I can miss an episode and just do something yeah. in the house. The TV is still going to be there. It's not like back in the day, if you missed it on a Sunday, you missed it. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, it. It's gone forever. I'm just thinking, well, you know what? I will prolong my 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 TV and just do a little bit myself. Mm. Once again, it's easier said than done, but the road to recovery, the road to feeling better is not going to be easy, but it's a road worth taking if you want to get better. Yeah. yeah. And it's falling onto habits. And we often fall back onto a bad habit because we do our bad habits more than we do our good habits. Yeah. 
and they're all easier and they? they're easier you know you can go and do a half an hour an hour in the gym or you can eat that cake and done a kebab and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it does seem more appealing doesn't it I'm but gonna... what i will say you'll eat that cake and it won't give you the same feelings as doing that half an hour in the gym mm-hmm. it might be a quick eat but by the time you've done half an hour in the gym you'll be feeling a lot better and we often go on like um oh, bloody hell I haven't had the cakes, I haven't had the chips, and I haven't lost any weight. But then, because, as we all say, like jumping on the scales or fitting into trousers is a, a well done, it's like a thumbs up on your mm-hmm. social medias. But really, I've got up them stairs, better off. I've had a, a football match with a baby, or I've been over Clint Tills and I'm not out of, out of breath. They're the real reasons why you well, do it. Well, you know it. what? I just feel better. I feel you better. don't stop and appreciate that half enough because you're too busy looking at the scale. Stop and go, actually, I feel like I've got more energy. I heard a lovely saying again, lovely sayings. Someone who enjoys walking gets further than someone who's heading for the destination. And I thought that's so true that is in life. If you enjoy what you're doing, you'll go further than someone who's just aiming for a goal. Mm. You do it because you want to do it. You know, when you just say it's on a sunny day and you're going, oh, bloody hell, let's, should we go that way or this way? Yeah, well, let's just see where the road takes us. It's great, isn't it? Instead yeah. of, well, I've done my 5,000 steps today, back in the car, let's go home. Hmm. Yes. Find what makes you happy. Yeah. And the beauty, once again, of nowadays, there's walking football. There's walking rugby. There's You haven't got to train like the beat. We were laughing about this off air, weren't we? Thinking, you haven't got to train like you're a 20-year-old. You haven't got yeah. to train like you're a 30-year-old. Train as you, not how you were. Mm. Be the best you that you are at this age. Because, you know, age ain't always going to be on your <laughs> side. You can't turn back the clock. But be the be better than you were this morning. You know what I mean? And if you can keep doing that, like, once again, on the last ad break, I did five push-ups. But this time tomorrow, I'm doing six push-ups. I'm moving in the right direction and just be the best you that you can be. I think that's definitely right, isn't it? Don't try and match up to what you was, no. <laughs> especially especially in sporting achievements. Mm. Maybe other ways you can, in wisdom. <laughs> well, you have loads of the old kids. It's been lovely. I mean, bloody hell, it's making me feel old. How many years have been up here? But a lot of the lads uh, have been bringing up their kids. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, bloody hell, the only in his 30s and these kids now. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Thinking, oh bloody hell, the cycle started again. But you'd have these same blokes now who box when they were a kid coming up. I'm going to have a go. They last a month because they still, in their mind's eye, think they're the national champion. Mm. But you know, it's been ten years and ten stone later. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're thinking, don't try and get to there. Just go up and enjoy it in the bags and moving around and giving your knowledge back. And yeah, and if you do get to there just doing that, then bonus. What a brutal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is. But you do, don't you? You try and really what to, because that's when you felt good. You had energy. You, did, you didn't have kids draining it. <laughs> but sometimes it's like you see that them people, not knocking them, but they're still wearing their Nirvana T-shirt. They're still, they're still trying to recapture their happy time mm. instead of realizing that was a bloody great time in my life and, it's all, that, I, and half the time it's not as good as it's better it wasn't as good at that time than you're remembering now a photo is better than a video 
a photo, you uh, you fill in the gaps, you go, oh, do you remember that? You watch the video and go, no, oh, bloody hell, that's pretty crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind's eye, it was the best night ever, and it was really funny, and you were the funniest person in the room, and you look back and go, oh, bloody hell, a bit of an old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You try to didn't you? You do. I like that saying, Kev. Your photos were like, you do, don't you? You're, you? You look back and you do, oh, but actually, at the time, it probably wasn't half as good as what you, you think it is now. You filled in the gaps with the bits yeah. that made it more interesting, that made it more exciting. And that's not lying. Yeah. It's just how a, a good storyteller is. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, I mean, do you think in the four years we've been doing this, and it was the four of us, me, Aaron, us two, Aaron, Jew, and Craig Pinches, you know, big shout-out to them both, still very close friends. Do you think the world regarding mental health has changed more than since we were next door filming around the phone? Well, I don't really know because previous to that, I don't know whether in four years, I don't know, but previous to that, I didn't really pay attention to mental health. Like I had bad mental health, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Mm. If that makes sense. I didn't, you know, because we, because we're now kind of in that realm, we see it more. Um, has it got better in that four years? In truth, I think it's about the same. If I was pushed, I don't think. I think maybe we had a good uptick in the COVID years, kind of. You know, people were understanding it more because there were ex more people were experiencing it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. Don't think really in the four years it's changed that much. Because I think that sometimes, you know, when you hear about a lot of suicide, and I think, well, is it because you're more aware of it? Like when you're looking for a red car, then you see red cars everywhere, or sausage dogs, bloody everywhere I look at the minute, because Josh got one, <laughs> mother law, everywhere I look, there's sausage dogs. And I think, well, they kind of just come out the woodwork, you know, <laughs> it's not like the new thing, everyone. And I think that was suicide and depression. But someone once said that to me, he goes, once. You are aware of something. You see it you in your supermarket. You see it in your doctor's surgery. You see it in your gym. And I think it's just you're always become aware to it. Mm. But I think... It'd be interesting to see the stats over that four years, wouldn't it? Because mm. that's the way of really telling if, if what everyone is doing is making a difference. Are we lowering that suicide rate? And stats are always a funny bugger as well. They're always... <sighs> I'll say that as well. We, we also know that probably in that four years, the waiting list to get onto mental health services is worse. Yeah. So is that because there's not as many um, trained professionals or is that because there's more people accessing it? Or is it both? And it is hard to see GP at the minute, isn't it? Whether you've got cancer, a cold or... And you know, I've got to say, Kev, I've never had a problem seeing the GP. Well, I'll be honest. Yours. <laughs> yeah, come to mine. Oh, Three villages. And you know what? Um, we, we, you know, well, every time I've messaged them, they've got me in within a week, easily. Easily. And um, if you message about my daughter, it's literally they're replying straight away. So I couldn't say a bad word about them, to be quite honest. They've been fantastic. Well, as he's like, uh, you've got to write an email. I can't write an email, I'm blind. Uh, can I phone? No, you can't phone. But could I come in? No, you can't. I, think, I don't know about that side of it. To me. I don't, I, my GP, I don't deal with it. We, we just do it via app now, which I find easier. But obviously, I understand that that wouldn't be easier for you. Um, and whether the GP offers different services, I don't know. But I always think like the world seems to have got hard, not easier since COVID. And that, to me, you know, I look at some stuff, and that's what I was going to say about like, the whole mental health thing. I think 
it's wonderful that people do mental health awareness courses and mental health first aid courses. But as we often say, some places like Higgs have been bloody brilliant. Orbit's been bloody brilliant. Some of the firms we've worked with, you could see they're a genuine, caring organisation that have really backed us and we've gone and done talks and I talked to people, brilliant. Whereas some people, I think, you've got the tools, but you're choosing not to use them. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry, guys, if anyone needs to talk, and then you go to talk about someone, it's, well, put your, put your big boy pants up mm. and get on with it. Or... So, or you, oh, you, you, you stressed at your job. Well, here's some more work. Yeah, here's some more work. Yeah. Well, we've just fired Lee, so you've got to do two people's jobs, jobs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely right. And I, and sometimes I think having the having those having done those courses, a company it gives them a get out of jail. Oh, look, we are we are mental health aware, and we are doing this. Actually, no, you just did a course. Mm. And there's difference. There's a difference between doing a course. And uh, going to college is a difference between going to college and then going to work. Mm. You might have done the training, but that don't mean you can now go into the big wide world and, and know what you're doing. So that kind of makes it worse as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I you think know, in that, yeah. You know, ignorance, if you are, if you could say, well, Kev, actually, and I go, bloody hell, Lee. I honestly, they have a clue. Mm. Thank you for the knowledge. But once I've got the knowledge and choose not to use it, yeah. then you think, well... I don't get wrong with your balls or with human beings. And it's just, and it's, what's the mental health course? Is it a day or two days? Different ones, isn't it? it but either way, I think the, the main one they, they do is a day. What's the one you do? Oh, I think days? one was two days or two weekends. Two, yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's not a very long time to learn about mental health. So, again, it seems like, well, I've got this course so I'm done. Well, actually, you know, there's a lot more involved than just doing a course and being done. Yeah, and some people are obviously just more empathetic than others, aren't they? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can see if someone's having a bad time, then you go, do you want a brew? Mm. Or do you want to, you know what I mean? And so I have to think really. I but think I do wonder whether that course was around four years ago. I did mine uh, 2019 because COVID had just come out. I didn't think I was going to be able to It might have been 20. Oh, 2020, I did, yeah. sorry, 2020, because that's, mm. I was in COVID-19, but it's 2020. Yeah, yeah, I 19 my, we started in the September. Yeah, we started in September, but it was 2019, uh, 20, mm. just as we went into the so uh, first lockdown. there's a good lockdown. chance it was already there and about. But yeah. they were about, it's like we, we had started, it's tough enough to care. We just started, because we'd suffered, haven't we, and yeah. whatever, and again, people talking, but that was the cusp of not... Mental health, mental health, though. it was people who got to that stage going, well, let's start talking about it. Mm. And then the COVID years was just uh, petrol and angry fire, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, apart from me, I had the great time. <laughs> but the one-off seemed to book the trend today. But yeah, it was. But guys, I mean, we, if we got, we've got uh, some people from Higgs coming on next week, haven't we? And it's going to be talking about... I'll find out the names, Kev, because that seems really some just some random people. <laughs> but he's going to be talking about like men's rights and uh, rights for fathers, because often every every coin's got two sides. But some guy sometimes the guys getting a bad end of a shitty stick, you know, and they aren't always getting the rights they need, and it's hard to see the children. It's hard for so we're having people come on next week to 
give us a chance to actually find out what our rights are. Yeah, so they're, um, it's Rihanna Gray, who's partner specialist in divorce and finances. And I can't even pronounce the name. We'll have to ask her to pronounce it next week because I'll probably muck this up now. But Shion uh, Fint, who's a, a senior associate, specialises in private children law. And we're going to be speaking about fathers' rights. Um, they have a web page which we'll put up next week all about that. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to that one. So, because we know so many people who split up, and obviously a lot of stuff happens on closed doors and you don't know, but they've all struck me as very good men who have earned, they want to see the children, and then through bad relationships, the, the partner has led them to see them. Well, so sorry for good people who want to see the children. And the children want to see the parents. So we're going to be talking a lot about that. Now, we're on every social media going, guys. We're on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. So please follow us. Please like. Put a comment there because it helps us grow. Um, don't forget on about men's mental health and women's mental health. We do free sessions every Monday to Friday at Lions ABC. Mixed classes, half 10 to half 11. Ladies only boxer size and circuit training, 11.30 to 12.30. So come, get physically and mentally well. Come, have a chat, have a coffee, and be a part of the conversation. The quote of the day, this too shall pass. So until we see each other next time, I want you all to take care of yourselves and each other. Ta-ra repeat. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta-ra-ra-bit. Listen, listen, listen.